Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 13 of Be With Me in the book of 1 Corinthians. Today we're going to talk about the location of God and its implications. I'm going to call this God dwells, period, or maybe a comma. So what? Um, let me read the, the verse and tell you the concept that Paul is introducing here. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. So to, the, the Bible is generally uh, very, very concerned with the location of God. Uh, this is the new concept probably to the Corinthians, and he's going to lay the groundwork of it here early in the book, and then later it's going to have implications towards marriage and the law and giftedness and evangelism and all kinds of other things. That's going to be our big point uh, here today. So you are God's temple. God's spirit dwells in you, and it's going to have some implications. It's going to spill over into other parts in your in your life and what you could do with your body, what you can do, uh, what rights and responsibilities that you have. And it's the presence of the Lord that makes the Corinthians holy. It's the presence of the Lord that makes your church holy, your church holy, excuse me. Uh, nobody was holy before God, God got there. It's God's indwelling. Uh, we don't get rewarded for holiness and God saying, I'm going to come in there. He graciously indwells us and then that spills over and says, well, maybe a few things have to change. So just in general, the Bible is concerned, I would even say obsessed with the location of God. If you read the Old Testament, which is so fun, and you find out where God is and what is his relationship with his people right from the get-go in the book of Exodus. it's There's a big concern with where God is. Is God going to go in front of his people and just kind of lead from the front, or is he going to dwell in the midst of the people? And then as things goes, what city is he in? Is he in Shiloh? Is he in Jerusalem? And then is he going to dwell in the, the ark and who's got the ark then? Because the Philistines had it for a little while. Basically, the Old Testament is about location, 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 specifically of where's the location of God. And eventually he settles into the temple and more specifically to the Holy of Holies and more specifically to the, the ark uh, in the Holy of Holies. And it emphasizes what Paul is saying here in Corinthians, which is going to flip everything, that the indwelling of God is not in a building or in an ark or in a city. It's in uh, a people. And this is going to spill over into, into everything. So location has its implications. Location specifically of God determines everything. It is going to uh, uh, spill over and influence all the all the topics that he's going to talk about in the book of 1 Corinthians and in the rest of the New Testament for that matter. So location is going to determine who we are. It's going to determine our identity. It's going to determine our function and how we work. It's going to determine 
our access because he's going to be so uh, close. The location of God is also going to encourage this access and encourage the utilization of the access. Uh, the location of God determines ownership. So listen to this. So he's going to come back to this theme about you are uh, indwelt by the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6, 6, 19. Do you not know your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? And then here's the here's the bomb drop. You are not your own. This emphasizes something that's emphasized throughout the Bible, throughout the Bible which is it de-emphasizes your ownership and your rights, and it increases and it emphasizes ownership and the rights of God and the rights of others based on the location. So the, it elevates the ele- the rights of others, uh, the rights of your spouse, r- the rights of your church, and of course, the rights of your God. So this location that we're talking about from our passage today, you are God's temple and God's spirit dwells in you. And this this location is going to determine the authority. Um, it's going to determine morality. It's going to determine sinfulness. A location is going to foster God's glory and ennoble it, if you will. It's it's going to he's going to ask us later to glorify God in your body again in chapter six. So location also determines fellowship because we're looking for this this indwelling of God in other people. And we're going to say, well, who are my people? Who are are my new family? Who are those people who have have this characteristic of God indwelling? Who are people that look like me, if you will, with our spiritual glasses on? Again, number 11, if you're keeping count, location determines and informs evangelism. Location determines and informs giftedness. Location determines uh, rights, as we've uh, talked about, and it determines law. So here's my concluding thoughts for today on this. I'm thinking about about maybe some people that are listening that don't have the Spirit of God living within them. And if I was alone and I felt aloneness and maybe loneliness, and certainly don't we all for God. And if I knew that God wanted to indwell me, would I say yes? So if that's you today, I encourage you, say yes. God, I don't want to be alone. Indwell me. I receive you. Those are all good starts. And then if I knew that God does indwell me, then the question is, what difference does it make? So the so back to our title, God dwells, so what? Well, it should make a difference in everything, in identity, in function, in, in, in access, in ownership, and, and in authority, and in all these, all these behaviors. So God does indwell, and it does matter. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.